See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. We'll, get, we'll jump into the topic after we do uh, okay. our, our shtick. Because who are we? Who are we? Who are this, we? W- w- you know, that's a question that I ask myself. Who am I? What am I? What do I mean? <laughs> Why am I? <laughs> Why am I? Where am I? <laughs> I'm Dr. Morbius. <laughs> and I'm Mao. What are we? We're, we're, this we're is slow robot. A go-go. Go-go. A go-go means it's fun in 60s and hip. Ah. Slow robot means it just ain't quite right. Yeah, and... So uh, it, 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 it's kind of exactly what our what our movies are usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah especially today. Not quite right, but fun to watch. Fun you to know? watch, yeah. <laughs> and spots, you know. Yeah, exactly. This is Slow Robot A Go-Go. Show 158. That's a lot of show. God, man, really? That, yep. That is we're a lot cruising, of show. dude. We're, we're heading towards, we'll, we'll hit 200 this year, probably. Oh, yeah, for sure. Wow. Well, not for sure. I mean, a meteor could hit me in the head and I'll die. But I, uh, if or everything goes into a monster. Oh, that'd be sweet. Like Track of the Moon Beef. Yeah, yeah, one of those. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah, was yeah. The, yeah, the Track of the Moon Beast. Is and, just... and Teenage Monster, too. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So I can only hope I get hit in the head with a tiny little meteor, then I'll become a monster. Okay. Well, hey, you can And work film on me, it. and then in you the can make a In the meantime, you can work on it, yeah, you know, exactly. And get your, you know. So if you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher, take a moment and rate and review the show. It would help us out a lot. If you're uh, not listening to us on there, well, I don't know how you found us, but good. Go to bunchofdarks.com. There you're going to find oh, tape. Oh, I, I, I think um, I'm working with some people to see if we can get our show uh, broadcast through Morse code. Nice. We got the ham radio thing is working out. Yep, CB, 10-4, good buddy. 10-4, but I'm thinking of, I'm, I'm working with Morse code now. So, nice. you know, like uh, all you, for the community, the Morse code community out there, you know, we, don't, we haven't forgotten you. <laughs> And maybe soon we'll have a show for you. S O S. We've hit. We've hit an iceberg. Please yeah, send exactly. somebody for that big chunk of necklace. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, and uh, so uh, on the bunchofdorks.com site, you're gonna find a bunch of podcasts. Oh, and I actually, I, I'm gonna have to work with you at some point. Not this week. Maybe next week. Uh, I really want to want to want to make that episode list down the side. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. important. If I don't know if you noticed, <laughs> I put the uh, if you go to slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com, that's like our official landing page. Um, I, I've started doing little things. I put our logo across the banner instead of just the text. And oh, cool. Uh, I'm working on it. I, I didn't I didn't put a lot of effort into it. You know, I mean, I, I update it every week, but I mean, I didn't do any cosmetic changes or or additions or make enhancements. And I got to start on that because it is. I think it is difficult for people to listen to our old episodes, and we have 158 of these things. You know, it's, yeah, it's kind of cool. We should yeah, have a give list. a list so that with, with so they're all hyperlinked and people can just click them. You know, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. Hey, uh, is that a new something? Yes, it is a new guitar. Ah, Craziness. I yeah, I saw that. I'm like, oh, right. Yeah. I did the big on. I, did... I was either a guitar or a, or a Tommy gun case. Oh, that would be other. so. I want to. I should make one of those one day. Just like buy a Tommy gun and make, make it like into a the guitar. Case. Yeah, and put a guitar in it. So you're walking down the street and cops will pull you over. Yeah, like one it's on a each. guitar officer. Although not as good as the El, El Mariachi. Oh, uh, okay. You know, do you ever see yeah, that yeah, with Banderas yeah, yeah, where yeah. it like lifts up and it's just all those guns? That's yeah. kind of cool. Well, that's right. You went to guitar lessons this week. Yes, I did. Oh, a bunch of dorks has is gonna have a lot of content. You know, uh, I did that. Uh, 
Um, I finished out this one behind me. I got that all finished. It's completely done now. That, oh, my. That super guitar I built. Oh, my. Okay, anyway. Movies. We're going to focus. So, and I also have uh, the indie circuit, which obviously uh, Dr. Morbius is a big part of now as well. That is uh, RadioStPete.com. That is a local based uh, radio station, and we are a part of it with the indie circuit where we play all kinds of independent music, Hmm. music, wacky music. And you can also go to, uh, uh, what is it? The wannabehotrodder.blogspot.com. Yes, that too. That's me. and uh, what else we got? Well, well, another thing that I'm working on, which I forgot that we have besides the Morse code, is I'm trying to see if I can get us on Radio Free Europe. I think our show can actually like free communist countries. So you know, we're working with the with the Radio Free people. It, and as uh, as much as you're joking, I actually did reach out to like one, and I'm trying to find a, the address for a second one uh, of like one of those things, like. Where it's a, a a network, and I'm trying to get us on it. Cool. I mean, well, that is pretty cool, actually. Now, I, I, I'm working, man. I, dude, the reason I'm saying this because I've been going through all these old commercials, and I found an old Radio Free Europe commercial. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I forgot so awesome, about dude. that. That yeah, is so cool. So, and Bod, we have a new uh, Bod, we have a new band. Which yes. asshole parade <laughs> yeah, nice. signed up, dude. Nice. Anyway, and um, I found some more uh, Stomp and Riff Raffs. On video, so I got to work with you on how to convert that. Uh, oh, but you know, oh. but but that's cool. That's a different time. Are they and then, cool uh, with uh, the uh, t- t- not well. the video? No, I'm talking about for our audio oh, okay. stuff. Okay. And then uh, yeah, yeah. And should... then we we a, a band let us officially yes. use their uh, their videos. We got to find so more bands cool. to do that. We got to get. Oh, the, I'm gonna I'm gonna we, keep once once when we get another show on the air, we got to see if we got to send it to the Gasly one. See if they'll like. I'm gonna us. keep reaching out. Uh, you know, because they would and fit in perfectly. With they the would. Show. I yeah. hope they say yes because Gasly ones would. The creature they, feature yeah, would yeah, they would be that's it's their them. alley. It's that's them, them it's man. Their yeah. record covers and all that stuff. But at any rate, we got uh, yeah. GDP will be on our show. They say will. So, and what do you got? We got uh, well, you know, the two dimension comic podcast, which is on the uh, uh, bunch of dorks uh, uh, network web, network uh, umbrella of um, comedy, if you will. Comedy. Yeah, we got. <laughs> oh, we just got our renewal notice, so I got to send that out to everyone. Oh boy! Wah wah! Time to pay <laughs> the piper. I was like, oh damn you! <laughs> And um, we got like on there, of course, this show. Yep. Two Dimension, and then you got a bunch of dorks yep. and uh, the Creature Feature video show. And I got yeah. the Destination Nightmare, my blog with comic book scans. And there's so much stuff. Yeah, I was looking at I was on your site the other day just kicking around, <laughs> and I'm like, man, he has so much stuff. I try to go on there every day. I think I'm going to slow down a little bit because, I mean, I'm getting wow. to the point where it's like, Oh, God, I don't want to repeat myself so much, and, but, but and we you, get people. Yeah, that is a lot. You know, it's really funny cool. what happened was last few days I got like hundreds of hits and I'm going like for this one interview that I posted on and I go, why? And then I went to like inside and I clicked on the link, which had all like 200 hits and it was from another blog that linked my that interview that I had to their blog. So it was getting like cross you know, wow. promo from them to there. So I was like, okay, you know. That's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to get some interview with some people to get some action. And, no, it was actually an interview that I took from an old, a scan of an old fanzine. But I also, here's an interesting thing. Last week or the week before, I talked about how on Blogger, Google had this warning saying that they were going to like, uh, Censor all nude, all nude or whatever. Lewd, yeah, risk nude, a, yeah, yeah. Well, they backed down because they got complaints from, People who were saying basically like, "Hey, 
this blog is my lifestyle. If you you're you're, cr- you're encroaching on my life, if you take away, if you don't like it, man, if you, you don't know. like it, man, so they back down. So I think they're still gonna like say like if you, there's something they can see they deem to be adult, they can yeah. force force it to be uh, private, but they back down. Mm, so, cool, yeah. that's good. Yeah. It's may- not the man. Maybe they were actually gearing up for the for ne- that net thing, neutrality, the net thing. neutrality thing, and then once that passed through, and they said no, no, and they killed it. Maybe then they backed down too. That might have been only in reaction. <coughs> Possible. You know, I don't they, know. they love the free content they're getting every day as much as anyone else. They're the sure. ones profiting from it. So sure. Sure. anyway, before we get into what we watched, I I was huh. wa- I was working on something, and no, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, a TV show came on, and it was based around a movie. Kind of, it was frame. That was the framework for it, and I was like, I wonder how Doctor Morbius feels about this. So, Rocky Horror Picture Show, yes or no? No, no, you hated it, or you didn't like the no, whole. I almost, I got mad at it. I went to it in the seventies. I didn't realize what a freaking like party it was that I. Went. Oh, like you went to for the movie, and there was people yeah, throwing I toast. Enjoy the movie. D- so, and then when I did see the movie, it was just like I didn't like it. I don't yeah. care for it, no. no okay. Or no. That was because that seems to be a very polarizing movie. Um, it's okay. I mean, you know. Well, the movie's all right. I like yeah. Tim Curry quite a bit. He's, he's funny, funny you know? and he's goofy. But then, yeah, it's hard's in the right place. But I just didn't think it was. It's neither fish nor fish nor fowl for me. You know? Oh, okay. It's not good enough of one thing or the other. You now, know, are they like, still doing that, or is that a, a gone fad? There's, there's, I wonder. They're still showing the uh, nighttime show on. Well, that's uh, what I mean the midnight show where they yeah they still do it some where they do that day, the, the acting and people throwing toast and people yeah I think so I think they still do that yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I find that I found when I went, I found it annoying. Yeah, okay, for uh, for those of you listening, it was like who a party are, that I wasn't invited yeah. to, and I didn't want to go. To. It was like that song, "Mama Told Me Not to Come," you know, uh-huh, by Randy uh-huh. Newman. It was like eh, I wasn't invited here. I showed up, and I didn't know there was a party, and I don't, I, mm. I don't know. I mean, I'm not enjoying myself. You here. didn't bring your squirt gun, your flashlight, your rice, your no, water, your to- no, pieces of toast. You didn't bring any of that stuff with you. No, so. no, I, I don't like movies where it's like audience participation. Usually, I like the movie mm. to be there and me here. I don't want to be part of you. Gotcha. Unless you're going to a play, which is different. And Rocky Horror was a play. Yeah. To begin See, with. I, I saw Grease. Uh, it was a play to begin and it was with. fine yeah. and it was a very fun experience yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I wasn't throwing things around no. for those of you in a foreign land listening or those of you who, who just missed the, what we're talking about there's an old cult movie called Rocky Horror Picture Show ah serviceable B-grade movie kind of funny has a lot of goofy stuff in it but for some reason this one morphed into a midnight show a midnight feature like a midnight movies and people started acting out the scenes and then people started interacting with it like during a wedding everyone started whipping rice around and when it was raining they were people squirt Squirt water guns and it's very popular it was very popular in the 80s i don't again i don't i haven't kept up with it i'm assuming they still do it you know yeah but it was a framing device on an on one of those um murder vision shows you know Uh, like uh, whatever it was and i was like oh i wonder if i just wondered if you liked that or didn't like it if your you know friends got into it or not back in the 70s back in the 70s for all you old people out there and all you kids out there get off my lawn and of course pull pull your pants up and all that stuff Anyway, that was one of the quote unquote midnight movies. Right, you know, right, right. That's which I mean, was yeah. that phenomenon where kids went at midnight to watch a cult movie. Two or three. Or, excuse, no, no, one or two of them. Excuse yeah. to get, you know, wasted. And, Drunk, you know, stoned, and watch dumb and, shit. And, and do yeah. like, you know, fornicate. 
and all that kind of stuff, you know. <laughs> Wild things that young kids do yeah, nowadays. Yeah, so that, that, that wasn't the first, but it became the big one. And I remember mm. going to the Gross Theater in the 70s, and always, I would go see a movie during, you know, regular hours, and then that, they would show pra- trailers, and there was always that one. And then finally I decided I wanted to go, and we were like, eh. You know, that was yeah. how I felt like, eh. See, I, my sister w- was into that quite a bit. I think she even actually was a participant. That's fine. At some point, I can't remember though. And I, if it was, it was very short lived. Sure, you know. sure, that's fine. Um, but and I only saw it once, I think, and we were hammered. You yeah, know, that's like a as a kid, I was a kid. We were hammered. Did you and go then, to a movie theater to see it with, uh-huh, with uh-huh. participants? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You didn't beat anybody up. No, I was just, okay. I don't know. Um, and then, you know, and I'd watched it one time and I was like, eh, funny. I, I remembered like saying it was funny because my sister liked it and I was a kid. Sure. You know what I mean? So, and then I, then I grew up and I bought it at a, like a yard sale or something like that for a buck or two bucks. And I was like, ah, oh, this, and I had recollections of, oh, this is so funny yeah. or whatever. And I put it and I was like, this isn't really that funny at all. Like, uh, this <laughs> is just, okay. I mean, I it's get camp, it. It's, it's camp. Yeah. You know? It's hundred percent kitschy camp kind of thing. And I, I still have it out there. It just was one of those things where I was like. Okay, you know. It, it was also one of those movies that didn't come out on video for a really long no, time. No, no. Oh, my God. If you had a copy of it, you were like a god among men. You know what was the other <laughs> one like that? The heavy metal cartoon. That yes. took forever to come out. Well, because of all the licensing. It was because of, of all the music licensing. And, yep. and and what happened was it was this bootleg floating around, which was a copy of it when it played on Cinemax in I the early 80s. I had that. I so had that, that bootleg was like gold. You could sell that and make money because it was like the only way you could get heavy metal. I loved heavy metal back in the day. If you yeah, want, It doesn't yeah. hold up now. No. Uh, and I, I loved it. And I, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Yeah, and we, yeah, yeah. we had that. That, that one, that Cinemax now. recording, and it was just, they showed it like a couple times, or maybe even just once. I don't once remember. Once or twice, but it was a cassette, a video yeah. that was making the rounds. It was like 25 bucks back then. Oh, those were the days, like when you had something oh, special, man. and they were like, oh my God, you know. Oh, yeah, man. It, every, things were actually rare back then. You now know? they say they're rare on eBay, but yeah, it's just they're like, not, okay. They're not rare anymore. Now anybody can get them, but it was like my friend, see, my, my friend tells me, oh, I got this poster, I got this book, and where'd you get it on eBay? I'm going like, that's cool that you got and stuff like that but it's not like the old days where when, if you went to a bookstore and you found it and you grabbed it it was like look what I found and you yep. don't have it you know and I have the only one that has it now everybody can get a hold of something everything's, you know? everything's out there yeah yeah, yeah. so it's not it's good for your convenience, but yeah. it's not as good for like the old hunting, finding, yeah. you know. I've I've been a thing. beneficiary of a few things that were like that where I yeah. I've had them rare. That well, that one video. Remember that one video game I had? Right. I'd bought I'd bought it, put it in the drawer, never even opened it. Come to find out that the original is worth so much money. I sold it on eBay. I got I got one hundred and fifty five dollars for this no, sealed wow. video game, and I was wow. like, and I was like, whatever. They even re released it. Oh my god! Somebody just wanted the original, and I. It was one of those things where I got it up at Best Buy. It was like a, I was like, "Huh, that's cool," and it was like fourteen dollars. I was like, "Whatever." Just, yeah. but that's one in a billion, you know. Yeah. So, but anyway, okay, that's cool. I just was I was curious. We're gonna take a quick trailer break, and then we come back. Well, I guess we'll rifle through what we watched this week, and then we'll head right headlong into our wonderful movies. We'll be right back. Lil Sheridan, huh? My name's Dangerously, Johnny Dangerously. Do you know your last name's an adverb? you can try no Joe I I can't but we're married 
There's nothing wrong with it. No, Joe. Please, Joe. Wedding night is the story of Joe and me. I knew him. Or at least I thought I did. But saying yes to him at the altar that day was a lot easier than saying yes that night. And what started as a dream of love ended as a nightmare. Wedding night. Rated GP. Yes, it's my story. And very possibly yours. Shake hands with folks in blue. Then count your fingers. Now in this world, there are only two kinds of dudes. Hustlers and suckers. God bless their greedy little hearts. Because without them, where would us hustlers be? Trick Baby. Iceberg Slim's best-selling gut story of the world of the con, the hustlers, the high rollers, and the hatchet men who made it up. I hear for Scotty was sold some hot rocks. Turned out there was only glass. He dropped right on the spot. Had a heart attack. What do you want? $5,000. You're both dead. Trick Baby. Iceberg Slim wrote it the way he lived it. It's his world. Sometimes brutal, but always real. Where some get by with bullets... And some make it with their brains. And the con never ends as long as there's a sucker. Trick Baby. From Universal Rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parents. See it. Hey. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? That was an uncomfortable uh, uh, trailer break wedding right there. Night. Wedding night was... What did he do to her on the wedding night? It was only rated GP. Couldn't be that bad, or was it? Uh-oh. Wah-wah. Anyway. So, yes. What did you watch this week? Well, I didn't watch any movies that I can remember. <laughs> but I did watch some interesting... Including ours? <laughs> no, I did watch ours. <laughs> no, I'm saying... Uh, but could you remember them? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> okay. I can kind of... Re- you know, it's funny. When I have to... When I have when I talk about a movie, I probably I try to remember it more so. But when I'm just watching it for enjoy- entertainment, I just let it kind of like seep in, you know. Oh what yeah, I mean? that's a, yeah. And I won't remember every plot device unless it's such a good enthralling movie that I'm like, oh my god, I'm on the I'm on the edge of my seat. I have to remember everything. But if but for mm. our movies, I do usually remember most of them, not everything. But mm. at any rate. I was just kind of in a mood for like old seventies rock and roll, so I was trolling through. Um, Not a bad thing. Being through, in the mood through, for, yeah. through YouTube, and I found like some interesting things. Um, one of the ones that I wasn't expecting, if I was interesting, was like a uh, if it's like a, a half hour, forty minute documentary from like very night from nineteen seventy or seventy one, Elton John in Sweden wow. with the, with his band when he only had it was just him. A bass player and a guitar player and a, and a drummer, Nigel Olson, D. Murray, and Elton John. It was like the first, second, or third album, and they were just touring as three people. and And it was so amazing how good they were and how full the sound was. It was only like three people, you know. And I'm like, geez, you know, it'd be, you know, I mean, obviously there's a lot of people now that can do that kind of stuff, but these guys really like, you know, took it to. Uh, to another level in a way regardless of what you think of their music whether you like it or not yeah that's mm-hmm. pretty freaking amazing but it was interesting it was like really early you can see how like cheap kind of this there was no sets it was just like you know whatever like hippie clothing they had funky looking or whatever but in in that in that 
you know, earliness and cheapness. There was a kind of a soulfulness and a and a, and a kind of a goodness to it, or that that's kind of lost today. Because everything today is like all manufactured and very slick grandiose and grandiose, yeah. and, and and it's just it's like, more about the epic surroundings than it is about the stripped down music. You yeah, know? yeah, and that music was so like it was it was seemed to me more heartfelt. If even if it wasn't, it just seemed to me. So then I watched. Um, I found like and because YouTube will take you to other links. Yeah, if you like this, check this yeah, out. Yeah, well, I was gonna keep looking. And I found another BBC. This one was a BBC show of the Kinks from '73. From uh, I forget what album it was. Uh, Everybody's in showbiz again. Well, this was this was a bigger band though. This was like them and the horn section. But again, you know, it was like you know, it's so cool. And it was like I don't know. It just took me back to a place that never really existed but in my mind it did I don't know mm-hmm. if I, it's hard to explain so then I keep looking and then I found something which probably was on uh, extra on a on a box set or on a DVD but it was like the Stones from like 72 somewhere in France in a in a rehearsal huh. studio rehearsing for Exile on Main Street and it was like oh my god Keith Richards there like still sober or still you know and Mick Taylor and the drummer and they're doing like three or four songs and I was like Damn, you know, it was like I don't want to be like the old man, but you know what? It was, it was, there was something to that era, yeah. especially like seventy one, seventy two, maybe seventy three. It kind of started fading out, where it was like the end of the sixties, but it turned into something really cool, kind of, you know. And maybe it was like the end of an era, but it hit its peak, and it was just yeah. I don't, I don't know, never, never to be uh, duplicated. But right. uh, it's kind of nice. Again, YouTube is the time machine. You know, I don't think we're ever going to get a real time machine where you can go back in time, but the closest thing is uh, YouTube. So, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I watch. This Sometimes week. that's what I, I feel that way when I'm watching um, uh, some of those garage bands I listen to because they are just raw as hell. Yeah. There's nothing extra there, you know. I think that's what made, um, this is my opinion, I think that's really what made the White Stripes kind of hit and be so famous. At the time, there was yeah, overproduced auto tune shit. And then here comes uh, two people. And they're just—it's just stripped down, raw. It's—I'm not comparing them to the same music, but I mean, like, no, there's no. nothing there. It's just well, the music, and that's it. You the know? thing about the White Stripes too—you gotta take into consideration, consideration now. Well, oh, now it's totally different. Like, well, uh, but, yeah, yeah, is <laughs> that even back then? You could see it now. Jack White was a really good promoter, and I don't know what he oh, did yeah, back yeah. then, but he was flim flam man. He yeah. he 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 had the goods, but he prom- he got the yeah. band. He promoted himself because you can see right now what he's doing. I th- he you heard he he bought some the first Elvis recordings and he's gonna uh, re-release them re-release probably, yeah. them. Yeah, so this guy's like a, a good a bitness man. Oh no know? no no, he's very good at that. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, but I mean his recordings, his music are the very first stuff especially is just raw as hell. You sure. Know? Yeah. I remember, Nothing but... produced. Kind of like Sabbath. Walk in, record it. Well, we're going to have a pint. See you later. You know, and that's the end of it. You know, there, there's a so. band called. Uh, what, there was a band. I don't think they're around anymore. Called. Uh, oh God, what was their name? I can't think of their name right now. But anyway, it, it was Beatty's band, and it was the template for a uh, flat duo jet. Yeah, I have their first album out that's there. A, that's the template for. Yep, uh, I have their first. Uh, for I, I bought. I just bought it in Third Man Records. In fact. Dexter Romwell. And, yep. <laughs> the Flat Duo Jets. I, I have them just... Early 80s was cool, too, because that was like the end of the 70s, kind of. Yeah. Early 80s was really cool, too. But, I did a uh, blind buy on that album, because just, it just seemed 
I, right? I, I have a CD. It was. Of it. it was good. It was a good I, purchase. Because I remember seeing them on uh, MTV when they used to have this thing called the Cutting Edge, which is like a yeah, yeah. Sunday night show, like at ten. Almost like not. I know you. I, I know what you're talking about that. Yeah, it was basically promotion for IRS records, and they show went on, and that <laughs> Dexter Romweller looked like a maniac, and he is a maniac, but he's a good maniac. So yep. anyway, very cool. Yeah, I saw that. I watched that. All right, I had two quickies here. Let's see. I, I watched um. I watched Red Planet, and I was like, "Oh wait, this sucks!" Mm-hmm. Like that, I thought it'd be good, but it was—it was that newer one, that newer, oh, okay. the newer Red Planet with uh, Val Kilmer. Oh, well, okay. newer meaning two thousands, not okay. new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and I was like, "Oh, this will probably be a pretty good watch." And I just hadn't remembered it at all. And I watched it, and I was like, "Oh boy, yeah, okay, yuck." And then I watched uh, Despicable Me Two, which was a fun time. Um, I actually enjoy that 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 uh that movie franchise quite a bit mm. it's very funny and it keeps it moving you know okay. made for kids but good for adults too so okay all right that's it we're gonna do one more trailer break and then it's time or do you want to just roll right into the movies yeah let's roll into the let's movies. roll into the movies too a trailer break between okay uh, sounds good movies, so. which one first man let's do the twilight people all right. That's Remember, why that so people. that 1973s? 1973, yes. That the same people. era of that rock and roll goodness or yeah. what I was talking about. This, Good times. This is an interesting movie. This, um, is, uh, this is the the Filipino take on Dr. Dr. Moreau's. Uh, and the most dangerous game, too, because that was the, sure. that why was, not? That was the hunting thing. But this is like... We watched one of the Blood Island movies, I think. This yeah, is like a, this it was is, very reminiscent. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> this is like, you know, John Ashley, Eddie Romero, director Eddie Garcia. Yeah, it's the usual gang of, you know, goofballs well, on the Philippines. And I said, making th- their this movies. could have been called padding the movie because there's a lot of wandering around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there is, yeah. This originally started as a um, Roger Corman movie, but it's ended up being his partner and him and broke up. He's... New World Pictures, I think, it was uh, was uh, Roger Corman, and then somewhere along the way that broke up, and it became like New uh, Line Cinema. Uh, oh no, 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 Dimension no. Pictures, but uh-huh, uh-huh. but it was also connected with like John Ashley's production company in the Philippines. Ashley was a guy who fell in love with the Philippines and did, formed a production company with uh, Eddie Romero and all of them. Oh, really? And did all these movies. Yeah, John oh, Ashley wow. went over there to make some movies. Because he was like a, a, a He was a beach cake, party guy. A beach party He guy. was in Hot Rod Gang. Yep, he was yep. a teen idol. And he was also, a, he did music too, right? Yeah, he was yeah, a he, musician. Musician, yeah. of course, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he went to the Philippines and he really like it, dug it. Because it was a party back then. I guess it was like you know, no holes barred. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, a rich actor in a in a in that yeah. kind of an environment. Yeah, I'm sure he is having a time of his life. So then know? he started making the Blood Island movies, and then he came back, and then a producer named Bar- Beverly Miller said, "Hey, you want to do another one?" And that that went on, and then he went on to do more movies. And this was like a this was like still he still did a few more after this. I think it was another. Um, an action movie with Robert Conrad. I forgot what it was called after this. But at any rate, this was like supposedly originally going to become a Roger Corman movie, but it changed. And it had mm-hmm. like, um, the you know, Pam Greer from Roger yeah, Corman movie. Pam. And um, Pat Waddell, the daughter. She was in, she also went to the Philippines around this time and did like f- three or four movies. And she was also in like a, the big dollhouse, yes. or one of those. She, well, so like was that. Pam Greer. So, so was Pam Greer. So that's yeah. that was the connection there, but well, that, that broke up boy, somewhere in the middle there. Wouldn't you be terrified if you were making a movie and Corman passed on it? I don't think it was his pass as oh, much okay, as just, the, the partnership broke. Oh, up. okay. Because I'd be like, oh no, you mean he's like that'd be like if Troma said, no, I'm not really interested in this no, script. I'd be like, 
wait a minute, are you kidding me? You know, scare me. His partner, he had a a partner, I think, in New World called Larry Wolner, who used to be a distributor of movies back in the 60s, Wolner Brothers. And I think their partnership broke up around this uh, time. Yeah, so Wolner went and, did, and created Dimension just a split. Pictures, yeah, yeah. And he, and he did that. But the same. But anyway, the people were in there. And the funny thing about it was that Pat Waddell, the girl, you know, the daughter, was in this movie. But before this, the only thing I remember her in was she was in the first and second season of Petticoat Junction. So she was kind of weird to see her in this movie. It was like she still looked good. She didn't age that much. But then again, she was only 19 when she was in Petticoat Junction. So in this movie, she wasn't even 30 yet probably. It was still funny to see her in this. And then she did the other ones too. And I was like, wow, Pat Waddell. And then she stopped. She quit the business in 73. So I guess these movies were like, I think she had had enough of. uh, He's like, I'm going to go back to my Waffle House gig. I think that has more promise. (laughs) No, 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 no. But at any any rate, yeah, you know, and then. Now, yeah. I said Ashley did a, a few more, and the and the Filipino guys went on to you know, yeah. still make movies in the Philippines and stuff when like you, that. When you when you told me the movie that you were picking, and I and I, and, I, and, and you, I think you'd even written John, John Ashley. I thought I, my brain was was picturing John Agar, so no. I was gearing up he for did, what, for did, an he Agar made, movie. He made movies in the Philippines. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. But then, but it was I was like, oh, whew, this isn't an Agar movie because. Boy, those are light on the plot. <laughs> but anyways, oh, well, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find another one. Uh, no, those are some those some agar nest for everybody. Oh my god, so. they're so like. Any, huh? and, anyway, this movie starts out with like th- th- there's deep a sea diving, deep sea diving, and they fish out John Ashley. Yeah, and you're like, out of the water. Huh? and he wakes up and strapped down, and and there's some some guy just chewing the scenery, being yeah, evil. Jan Merlin. You know what's weird about it? there was a scene in the movie where it's like it had some weird thing because there's a part in the movie later on where it almost seems like you know the girl and him are fighting over it's John. It's implied Ashley. that he's a gay lover. Yeah, it's implied that he gets. I mean, he basically wants to hunt him down because he's like really. He likes the fact that John Ashley was like this, like, you know, hunter. Renaissance man, Renaissance man. Yeah, This guy was really, like, hard up, They're, so to speak, yeah. to hunt him down. But it was, like, yeah. some weird vibe there. Yeah, they did have a lot of weirdness going on. And they, they even said he was like, oh, yeah, Time's rent- last Renaissance man or whatever. Yeah. Like, he made some flippant remark, like some newspaper said he was the ne- last Renaissance yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, good old and John then, Ashley. Yeah, and then, yeah, but... And this guy is creepy, but he has that like Hino vibe. You know what I mean? Like where he's <laughs> like he looks like he should be making a German auto somewhere. So you're like, okay, well that's weird. And then he wakes up, and they're like, well, yes, you can try to escape if you want, because now they're on the island. Like, yeah. like, like a very a, 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 an attractive woman kind of says, oh, and you know, drugs him. That's you'll, the daughter. You'll, yeah, yeah, the daughter. Would you'll, know, you'll wake up. Know, you know, yeah. you'll, you'll wake up on the island. So he gets up and he's not restrained anymore, and they're like, "Oh, we 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 have we have your requisite evil guy clothing that we have for you, you know, like yeah, yeah." Really, yeah. evil empires always have a tailor on staff, staff, yeah, yeah. um, to make the person's the clothing. It's kind of neat. It's a nice feature, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you find out that it's the girl's the daughter and her father, Charles McCauley, who was in Blackula, amongst other movie. Oh, that's right, he was. He's in Blackula. Blackula. Now, yeah, I, Charles McCauley. I couldn't yeah. remember where the hell I saw the guy from, but I knew we did him. Before, yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, he's like, "Well, we brought you here because I'm trying to create a race of superhumans." And oh, it's to- always about superhumans because. 
because of pollution and all this, we're not going to be able we're to not survive. Evol- we're not evolving. He's like, oh yeah, everything else evolves, but we do not. You so know, he's, like, he's crossbreeding humans and animals to try to create some evolution. That old chestnut. Yeah, that old like <laughs> that old trope or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that was that was done better, I guess, in uh, Island of Lost Souls with Charles Lawton or whatever. You know, but at any rate. He's brought in to like be a guinea pig for something, and he's like tries to get out, but you know, like you know, uh, Jan Merlin, the you know, the the guy with the the his like you know hunter, the guy who wants to hunt him down is like he's laughing. He's even telling him like, "Yeah, I'll I'll give you the time, you know, when the guards aren't going to be there. Go ahead and yeah, leave." Yeah, he wants you know? him to. He wants him to so bad. Well, we want to catch you, and like he wants to bag him. So he wants to, to speak, kill him or whatever or you know? other, you know. And then, and then in one scene, he's like on John Ashley's on the uh, the 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 you know the on the outside his his room, and he sees another guy in the other room. That's Eddie Garcia from the Blood Island movies with a bad mm. covering with a wig covering his hair or whatever with a ball cap, and he's like telling him, "Oh yes, you can't leave, blah blah blah, this and that and the other thing. You know, you might as well enjoy it while you're here or whatever." Yeah, you know? so it's you're like, weird. Okay. You know, so it's it's like, and John Ashley's like is locked in his room, and he gets out after a point, and starts searching through the castle, and he finds like they have filing cabinets, and he finds, yeah, and again, it's it's a nicely shot movie because yeah. it's a nice castle. There's nice lighting. I mean, for what cheapo budget they had, the lighting and the shots and the camera angles are good. The makeup, not so much, but you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. anytime there's multiple animal human things, yeah, that's a lot of work. It's I, I they just I don't know if they realized how hard it would be to do it yeah. or they did and they just did as best they could you know they had a goat guy they had a gorilla, a monkey guy they had a, a the Batman the Batman <laughs> they had a, 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 a they had the Pam Greer was a, girl. A, a panther there girl. was a bird woman or something that wouldn't Such, leave the cage yeah or, and there and so they they had the makeup and they all department had names had, too, like yeah. Dumbo and Gummo and you know yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, Chili and Willie and yeah, you know, and those three racist crows from the Disney movies. Heckle and Jackal. Yes. Heckle and Jackal. No, no, no. Oh, it wasn't only two. I thought uh, Disney had three. Like he had that. He had that whole Song of the South. Oh ra- no, that was a different thing. thing. Yeah. Heckle and Jekyll were a different, but yeah. they were considered racist. They're considered like the cartoon Amos and Andy or whatever. But at any rate, yeah. So. So he's going through there, and then he's like looking around, and then like he's he basically like tries to hit on the daughter. The daughter's yeah. getting to like him. Oh yeah, and he's and any and when she's and the funny thing was when she comes into the room where he's laying there, she goes, "I have to expect your eyes. You give your eye eye exam." And of course, she's laying on the bed instead of like he could she could be doing it sitting down, you know. But she's laying <laughs> on the bed, and he of course pulls her down and does the John Ashley move that he always does in the Blood Island movies, and she mm. resists at first, you know. Of course, you know. See, wait, now you you don't have to lie on a bed when you get your eyes examined. I don't think so. I have to check around. Maybe my eye doctor is Uh-oh. a little weird. <laughs> does he get really close <laughs> to? Yeah, he's on, straddles me on a bed. Oh, it's weird, no. weird. And I, I, he's like looking into my eyes. I'm like, no, John Ashley, my eyes are. Fine. Oh no, dude! I gotta give you a different. Go to Vision Works. They they work differently there. They're just in the down. eye, lay on the bed. Yeah, they just sit you down. Stuff. There's oh, no, none of weird. that lying down, and and there's no like you know no stuff to knock you out or anything like that. Huh. And eh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so so she 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 kind of likes him, but she resists his advances at first, and you know. 
And I guess at, at this point, they're, they she, they're, they're going to do like a they're going to do another uh, um, operation experiment. experiment. Yeah, because that, that's when they take the uh, Garcia. Yeah, Eddie Garcia. Yeah, and they, they they put him in this tank, and you know he's drugged up, and the guy's watching. He's he's very voyeuristic in that he sees a lot of stuff happening around John him. Ashley. John Ashley is, and he so he opens up the brick wall, and he's sitting there behind some something. Who cares? And they're making this. They're doing this experiment on the guy. <laughs> they put him in a tank of water, and he's becoming whatever he is, you know. And and then they start he, operating. He, he, on well, they start operating on him, but at the same time, I think this is when one of the animals escapes and starts hurting the girl, and he comes out of hiding yeah. to save the girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and then yeah. she's and she's kind of indignant. She doesn't like this. She 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 keeps voicing her displeasure. Oh, to that's her dad. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at the, yeah, at the surgery, right. she's like she leaves. She leaves her dad, and then. Well, yeah, she gets splooged with a oh, sorry blood, about yeah. that word with blood. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know she got like, oh my god, I can't take this crap. Yep, anymore. and she splits, and then he's like, well, what do you think this is? And she's like, I don't like this. This sucks, you know. Yeah, and then and then they get it on, sort yeah. of, kind of, sort of. Let's but it's like it it's on. like John Ashley's so like you know, dude, you know, inappropriate moment. But I guess there's no moment is inappropriate when you have Pat Woodell there. At any rate, yeah. So and then they break in and they catch him, and yeah. then you know. They like separate them, or yeah, they, whatever. and they throw them in the prison, and they throw like, them in the prison. Yeah. Uh, now we're gonna, now we're gonna, you're next, yeah, you're yeah. next for this experiment stuff. And she breaks them out, or they break out together. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. this is where this is where it shifts gears from. And, the, and then she she releases all the animals, uh-huh. and you know she I guess she has a relationship with them because she she likes drugs them. Hino. The, the, or, you know, the, 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 yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. German. That's right. She puts some, he tries, that's when the scene where they're both like, oh, you like him. No, you like him. And she puts some, something in his milk or something yeah, like that yeah, or whatever. Weird. Yeah, Knocks him out. She, she, yeah, she drugs him, right? And then she comes up behind him with a gun and he's still like, you know, he knocks the gun away from her. Oh, yeah. He grabs, he disarms her in 10 seconds or like one second. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. You're yeah like, right. Uh huh. But then, like, he passes out in the middle of the conversation. And then's when she goes down and she, she re- roofied him. She roofied him. She and beat him up, yeah. And then she, she frees everybody, and then it becomes like you know the most dangerous game. Exactly, you know, the it's, hunt it's, or whatever. It switches gears, um, and then Ashley's like, "Oh, you go this way, I'm going to go the other way." So yeah. he goes back up and grabs the 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 doctor, you know, yeah, as like bait, not yeah, bait, right, but right. protection, so, I guess. Protection. You know? So they 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 you know, hey, if you kill me, I'll kill him. Blah blah blah. Yep, and then uh, and that's it because there's a lot of banditos surrounding this uh, or yeah. helping the the keep the castle protected there's like filipino military yeah, yeah, men kind of yeah, thing yeah. yeah like ruffians you know so so then like you know they, they go and they, they you know the girl goes in one direction he goes in another direction the animals start acting up yeah like, she's trying to corral the, the the animals from being all rapey and killy yeah which isn't yeah. an easy task like pam greer's all killy she wants to kill everything and monkey boy is just yes. all rapey oh whatever. my god yeah. i was like i do not want to see this girl get raped by this PG monkey movie, so thank yeah. god it was because i did not want that to play out so he's trying to like he knocks her down and he's Trying to get on her, and then the goat boy, comes goat boy in. rams her, rams her. It was yeah, a very they get him sh- off or whatever. You know, it's like, it seems like, and then and then and then whatever his name is, Gummo the bat guy. He still hasn't figured out how to fly yet. He's like still trying to like, oh, I'm so scared. You know, like riding a bike. I don't want to fall. So, weird. Just so, so at any weird. rate, he's still trying to do that. And then John Ashley's on the other side with John. He, basically, they want to separate. The hunter guys, you know, Hino, whatever you call them, so they don't know exactly where they are or whatever. <laughs> That's not his name, I just, he yeah, just looks Jan like that. Merlin, yeah, Jan Merlin, I forgot yeah. what his name is in the movie, but at any rate, so he's got Charles McCauley, then all of a sudden he decides to, like, he sees they're, like, they're in the neighborhood, so he ties Charles McCauley up with this, like, 
lightest string ever, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. like but string kite string or whatever. And he goes, don't you leave now. And he goes the other way. And then when he comes back, Macaulay's gone or whatever. So then they're hunting him. And then basically it's like, the, the the Pam they kill one of the one of they kill one of the animal people I forgot which one it was and then Pam Greer kills see yeah it was weird because there was a second cat lady yeah and I nice. and I didn't remember that like I was like wait is, did they just invent another there, female there was a panther girl there was a panther girl yeah so that's the what cat it was girl was a little more docile so that's what it, and then because they're fighting and then they got killed and I was like oh, okay I don't know why I missed that but it it seemed like they just Oh, here's another character, and then they killed her off. Like, uh, yeah, I'm sure I missed it. You know, whatever. It doesn't. Yeah, matter. and then and then it's like as, as this going on, the doctor's going back to the castle to, to get his research papers. To get his research papers because he's going to bail. You know, whatever. And then like, uh, you know, the 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 girl gets captured by the the the, the dudes or the the Filipino thugs or whatever, and then. Hino goes after John Ashley. Because that's he wants, yeah, he wants Yeah, him, and uh, they have like a shootout and he gets killed or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Kind yeah, of weirdly. He, it, 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 this, this ending, that the, part the, didn't the, make the, sense. The, the editing was weird towards the end of this movie. It kind of got choppy. Like somebody decided they were, this movie, they could have been like another 10 minutes longer and <laughs> however meandering it may have been, it would have explained maybe what happened. See, what ha- something happened. Hino died before Ashley got there, yeah, he was like waiting for him, but he was hurt. I don't know oh, she shot oh him. yeah, she shot him. So he just kind of like was sitting there waiting to ambush him and, and bled she shot out. Him then okay, because 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 right. Ashley comes down, he's standing in the water, and the guy had him dead to rights. He would have killed him, but he didn't move. Yeah, and you're like, wait a minute, what the hell's going on? And, 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 it's like, so it's implied he was dead. He's just sitting there and waiting. Pat for Woodell, him even though she was captured, she was able to escape because the goat boy and the other girl. I guess he was good enough to shoot a gun. Yeah, you know, so he he was shooting at those other guys to to you know cover up or whatever, and then yeah. basically you know at this point both them are free, and then like the dad's trying to escape, and he's going through a tunnel with all his papers, and then all of a sudden as he's leaving the tunnel, some like grotesque vine woman, woman. gross it, vine woman, and it yeah. was and it was and when it was the wife, I guess she was the first experiment, yeah, she had escaped, and and because he even because they even had that talk, Ashley and and the girl had that talk, yeah. and she said. Well, my dad raised me because my mom died. Yeah, right. She was so, the first experiment. So now it comes around, and now they're like, "Oh, she didn't die," and she she knifes him, dude. She, yeah, she knifes him, and she kills shanks him, him prison style. She's like, "Yeah, give me your yeah, you, know. you son of a bee." You know. So anyway, so then at the end, like Pat Waddell and, and Ashley find the father, and she's like holding him like he's dying, and he's just looking up in the sky. And I figured, oh, they're gonna escape, and then the movie just ends right there. And I was like, well, uh, okay, no escape, no nothing, no sequel, I guess. Okay, you know, <laughs> kind of, you know, kind of ch- slow in the beginning. Okay, somewhat in the middle when the monster people come out, and then like kind of ambiguous at the end. Yeah, the I still like it though, but I uh, didn't. I didn't dislike it. I it it was, it, I felt tired. Nah, it was no, it was a lot of pa- like like I said, there a lot of padding, padding with just the padding. wandering around and and it, you and, know like in those old spaghetti westerns when you're like okay, bad guy and good guy, can you just get to the fight? Like because yeah, there's a lot of that yeah. that chess game or where they're like chasing each other, chasing each other, and so you're like, all right, uh, let's get to it. But it was, I mean, I didn't, I'm was, not disliking it. Was it, you know? it was like a good yeah. movie for like you know a 15 year old to see at a drive-in or a movie oh, theater yeah, back dude. in 1973. You know, it was like. Oh yeah, that was cool. The effects were okay. It wasn't bad. You know, there was no, yeah. there wasn't much violence. There was no TNA. You know, it was lacking yeah. in that department. This is a boob-free week. 
Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, but but you know, I'm, I'm wondering what was cut out of this movie. I mean, you know, you, what you're saying is I didn't find it to be padded that much. But what you're saying could be something that maybe the reason why it's so choppy at the end because maybe there were more scenes to explain things but somebody said hey this movie's going too long already at 80 yeah. minutes we, we this is going to be part of a double feature so we got to cut it's possible and they cut some of the chase scenes or, or whatever, some of the exposition maybe or the exposition I, like, or something. I would have been, this is one of the rare cases i wouldn't have minded some more a little expo- more un- understanding just, yeah i i can piece things together i get it um and i don't need the back history for every one of the animals or whatever but just some, yeah. something at the end was like Huh? Like just what you're saying, like okay, wh- what? Like yeah, okay, abrupt, you know. Yeah. So uh, I enjoyed it. I wasn't bored at all. I enjoyed it. So I mean, I, I'll, I'm going to give it like a seven. I really enjoyed. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I was I, like I was like a six point five, six between a six and a six point five. So you know, yeah. we're, we're right in the same area. Yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. So it's worthwhile. It's, it's a, on YouTube. Yeah, it's a YouTube a nice movie, co- uh, and it's a nice copy they put on there because I watched it on my TV through YouTube, and there wasn't oh, yeah, digitizing no. or anything. Mine it was nice. blown up right off YouTube. Yeah, you know? so good copy to whoever posted it. And uh, this is one of those stories. The hunting thing yes, is yes. kind of been done a lot, and so has the humans to animals thing. Yes. It's a mashup slightly... But, it's, but at that point, yeah. not as much. No, no, no. Yeah, it's I not mean, copying I, anything. It's seven, just... no, it was copying the Island of Lost Souls. But then before, between that and that, not so much that much that I can remember. I mean, but mm. after this, they did a uh, Island of Doctor Moreau with Dr. Burt Dr. Lancaster, Moreau, right. and I'm sure they've done another one since. And well, there's even a touch of that in the Mysterions. Remember that was yeah. that that uh, part bat yeah, part yeah, lion. Right. I forgot about that. guy. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's very common. Was, in was movies. it in Mysterians or was it in uh, uh, Latitude Zero? Latitude Zero. Latitude Latitude doing zero. That. I'm right. sorry, I, I, I that. mixed those up. But Latitude Zero Latitude has that zero ending. Did that, yeah. You're like, what? Yeah, why course, is there but, a lion flying around? That's weird. But. Now, now the Philippines did an earlier movie, um, a Doctor Moreau thing. One of the first horror movies from the Philippines called uh, Terror is a Man, mm. which was it, it just had one monster, a cat, a cat creature, but it was a cool looking creature. And I think there were some other ones, but I can't remember off the yeah. top of my head right now. But there was a there was another Doctor Moreau movie shot in the Philippines in '59. Yeah. So uh, you know that concept uh, was popular, and it's always been popular, and will always be. Popular. Oh yeah, sure was. It has a, it has a, a built in whatever audience to it or whatever. Who, oh really? Yeah. Mm. So they like that kind of you know mutation kind of you know things like that. It's mm. always fun to watch. But at any rate. Cool. Yep, Twilight People. All right, there you go. Twilight People from 1973. We're going to drop in a trailer break, and when we come back, we're going to smash up a shit ton of cars. known special effects staff presents an epic-making science fiction film starring many of Hollywood's top stars. In Latitude Zero, you will see Utopia, a mysterious underwater city where the greatest scientific minds in the world have been assembled.
Is this what I think it is? Diamond. But is it real? Everything in latitude zero is real. Here we go. <laughs> Malik the murderer has a diabolical plan to conquer the world. The submarine Alpha of Latitude Zero attacks Malik's submarine of death, the Black Shark. futuristic weapons and the battle of blood rock malik the murderer's base of evil Guide presented as a public service by this theater's management to help you select your motion picture entertainment? Well, that's what it is. And we urge you to learn these rating symbols and use them as a guide for you and your family. G means suggested for general audiences, all ages. M, suggested for mature audiences, parental discretion advised. R, restricted, persons under 16 not admitted unless accompanied by parent or adult guardian. X, persons under 16 will not be admitted. This seal in advertising indicates that the film was approved under the motion picture code of self-regulation. It doesn't matter. All right, ratings. But now our movies know. matter. Now it's the now now you know about ratings. So now you know how educational. To rate the yeah, really, that was historical. Yes, it was kind of like our movie. Wow, from nineteen eighty-two. Eighty-two. Now this was a total blind. Looked kind of fun and funny, so I said oh, I'll pick this one this week. Didn't know anything about any of I it. I thought you might have, though. Nope. Huh. Nothing. I okay. did. I totally knew nothing about it. Like it was one of those where I I typed a year. I I, I followed it with full. <laughs> wow. uh, I typed year, full movie, hit 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 search, and just kind of like wandered around. And this one popped up, and I was like, eh, all right, what the hell? And I and I watched it not knowing anything about it either. In fact, I didn't know anything about it till I just read the wiki, the wiki wiki this morning. Mm. Um, Junk Man. 1982's The Junk Man. That's right. Um, little did we know. Little did we know. This is very odd. This is a very strange movie in that it, it's they list it as in I mean the ex or the the wife of the deceased star and funder H. and promote H. B. Hill Hill. Oh God! Damn it! I even Hilic- tried to memorize Hilicky. Hilicky yeah. Yeah, H. B. Hilicky who was a stunt man, a car crash expert. And he he did Gone in sixty seconds. That's his movie, right? which was a really big movie, which I've never seen from the nineteen seventy from seventy four. Yep, and he must have gotten quite a bit of money and became very rich after that movie. It um, was, he was a stuntman. That's where yeah. he made all his money, and he got killed. Well, yeah, he he got hurt badly a lot of times, but he was like a daredevil stuntman yep. kind of guy. So this movie is strange in that. 
Yeah. He wrote it. He funded it. This is his vision. He paid for all the cars, too. He bought 300 cars. And the beginning of it, I w- going into it co- totally cold, I'm watching this and I'm like, just, what is this grandiose arrogance? Like, the whole first five <laughs> minutes is just like... His story. Like, his story, story about how he's so, he's so rich and he's, you know, like, there's all these weird shots of him with, like, money and all this stuff. And you're like... Okay, Dick. What? 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 what <laughs> you want to get to a movie? Like, and that sounds harsh, but it'd be like if you're watching a show and it's nothing but "Look how rich I am." <laughs> I'm Robin Leach. Yeah, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous Stuntman. So I immediately hated him. You know, hated yeah. it. Uh, but whatever. It goes into the movie, and this is um, it's like a it's a late seventies. Obviously, you know, this is obvious. This was shot in the seventies. You know, you came think, out. You, in think the 80s. It, you think it? Okay, right. it had. Sound, to. It looks like it. Yeah, style wise, pacing wise, it's very steeped in the seventies. The hair of the women though would look eighties. Yeah, it was. A little I, there 80s was like that feathering it. period yeah, in the like middle. A little bit of feathering. But then whatever. the one girl had that bob chop. That yeah, uh, that yeah. the what was that? What not? Welcome back, Cotter. What was that one where it was the. Um, the single mom with the two girls and oh, know. one day at a time. One day at a time. Bonnie she, Franklin. She was rocking that one day at a time shop. You know, one day at a time. <laughs> oh, God. oh, those shows! I tell you. Yeah. Uh, so, you, you know, it, it kicks off with a with a uh, with a scene where it's like this big the chase scene, and uh, and there's a guy talking like after the whole thing's over, you find out oh, this is just a part a reshot of part of his movie. Yeah. He he. He wants it to be exciting every moment, and the first three minutes weren't exciting enough. So, so he reshot it like this, you know. And that car he's driving is called a Brickland. Oh. Uh, I know that because I almost bought one oh. off off of Craigslist, and I'm glad I didn't because I later found out uh, that it was named one of the 50 worst cars in the history of man. Nice. Uh, yeah, and I was like, ooh, dodged a bullet there because I. It was like very funky. You know, but yeah, yeah, but a piece but, of shit. You know, it's kind of like a Ed Soul or something. Yeah, like that. exactly. So anyway, now this guy gets off and he, you know, he he gets out of the car. He's like, yay! And he's kind of super bravado, alpha male, uh, hippie. He, he's he's a hippie, but he's he's so busy at every moment. He's making money at every moment, and just and he's like that. Oh, and he's embracing life. You know, kind of like how they portray Elvis. Although I'm sure Elvis had a lot of downtime, a little bit, a little yeah, bit. Everyone has to have some downtime. Not this not, guy, though. not the junk man, not the junk man, bro. He's you know hardcore. Not He's HB, uh, whatever his Hilda, name. Hildebrand, Hilda, yeah, Hildencraft, Hilda, or whatever. Hilda, Hilda. Anyway, anyway. So he, so he goes off and he's doing his shtick, and then a woman is there to do the framing device. Is like kind of this this news reporter is trying to get an interview with him, and the PR guy, because it was also stressed that his wife died. Yeah, and he loved her with all his heart. That's that's in the beginning. In the, the beginning. beginning montage. Yep, and it's, yeah, you're starting off with a montage. Well, and, videotape because you see him putting oh, a videotape God. in an old VHS that I used to have Shoot. one like that in a top loader, and you're like, yeah. And I forgot this part where they were showing him like punching the window because he was so angry that the car she died in, yeah. and then the daughter's walking there crying, and he's standing there. And he puts the rose on, and I was like, oh. God. And it's got like in like credits at the beginning, which are like 
they looked like romper room credits. It was kind of weird. And at the end, they were kind of strange, too, but it was a different yeah. way. Yeah. But at some point in the beginning of it, you're, you're, you're led to believe, that, well, yeah, led to believe, part of the plot line is that somebody is trying to kill him. Yep. There's a group of assassins out to kill him because he's, he's either going to go to the, he wants to get to the premiere of this movie Gone in 60 Seconds, which is which was in 74, but maybe this was an 80s movie that's supposed to be set in 74. Who I knows? don't know. Who knows? And then in the middle of it, he's also supposed to go to a James Dean festival in the, uh, yeah, I'm like, somewhere in like uh, the desert in California or something. Oh, like and that. you're, and you're going to know who, who helped sponsor this film because I'll tell you what. The the Goodyear promotional. Oh, that's right. The yes. the Goodyear bol- promotional takes up probably as much time screen time as he does. Uh, right, I forgot about that. During this interview with the PR guy, not with him, because he's too busy making money and making moves, and oh my god, and and copper mines in Costa Rica, and the the blimp captain walks up and goes, and and he's holding like a blimp statue of the Goodyear blimp. This is an honest to goodness. He's one of the pilots. With another guy, and he's like, well, you can interview him. He's the blimp, Goodyear blimp captain. Yes, when I'm off flying, I always keep an eye on yeah. on, on the junk man because he's so cool. Yeah, and right. then he hands the blimp statue to a guy to give to a daughter and then goes back and they show the blimp like leaving in the background. And you're like, okay, now settle down, man. And this blimp is a major character in this movie. It, yeah, the sure. whole time, like for finale, grand finale, everything. Too. It's it's nonstop, and you're like, oh my god, Goodyear, you're you're in bed with them hard, you know. They put up a lot of money. Well, <sighs> the, the, that movie, Gone in sixty seconds, was a big hit. I guess in seventy four. Like I said, I never saw it, but I guess it was a big hit because you know, yeah, it hit with the uh, you know the hot the riders, hot riders, yep. and good old boys, and all that kind of stuff. You know, this was before um, Smokey and the Bandit and all. That yeah. Stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh wait, no. Yeah, it was seventy four was before. Smoking oh, oh, I thought Bandit. you meant this movie because se- no, 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 no. Smoking the Bandit was seventy second. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, yeah. So and Bullet, you know, of course, Bullet, Bullet was, was before one, and, and vanishing, one of the most famous. Point was yeah, before. those two are the most famous. Yeah, I thought ones, when I was know. watching the movie, it was because most of this movie is a car chase. Oh yeah, I was thinking, why didn't you pick like Vanishing Point or something if you wanted a car chase movie? Because as soon as I saw the movie, I said, oh, he picked a car movie. That's cool, you know. No, I no, I didn't. And you're telling me that was a blind pick or whatever. Total blind pick. I just was like. And I, was, I was trying to find a reason. It was almost going to be the monstrosious, or that, that one. I almost picked that one where it's like a lake monster. It's like uh, monstros monstrosity. Yeah, 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 monstrosity. But okay, then I was well, that's fine. But, this is okay. But then I was like, eh, I'm not in the mood for that. And then I was like, oh, this one looks stupid or whatever. I didn't even know what it was, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so fine. yeah, because I would have just picked Vanishing Point anyway. I thought we yeah. did Vanishing Point. No, we haven't. No, we haven't watched Vanish. No, no, for, no, really. Okay, all right. Maybe, I, maybe we should. I have it. I think I have it. Okay. Anyway, well, anyway, um, now, so okay, fast forward. So we get it, and and then you, at this point, you're wandering around this his museum, which is okay. I go to a lot of car museums. I like cars. I like hot rods. I like that kind of stuff. They have various levels of shit tonnage in them. For some reason, car museums, unless you're going to a Euro or Ferrari place, when you walk in, you're kind of entering the inside of a brain in that <laughs> there's l- different levels of total tonnage of shit. Like, it starts out, I think, they get the gas pumps, and then they get some stop signs, and then they get that Coca-Cola watch for children sign. 
and eventually it expands out until you're look there's more junk around than there is cars around and this one here is just to the brim with just wacky shenanigans and sure. some cars you know sure uh i've never seen one quite this stuffed full of junk other than cars but that's his thing i mean that's his own personal museum you come to find out when See, you read that i thought thinking that you picked this movie purposefully i thought this was the guy then i found out it wasn't because he died in 89 this was the guy who had the world's largest largest car collection that was worth zillions of dollars oh no 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 uh-uh. um and you, you probably should never don't dig too deep into why i pick something because it's so flippant well, it's just, i kind of just look around i'm like meh what the hell you know okay. so anyway uh <laughs> i mean i'm just saying for general ideas I just kind of randomly pick stuff for the hell of it. You should get like a, a one of those like a, a spinning wheel. wheel. A spinning oh my wheel. god! I should make one. It you just, said you were going to for work. Make a spinning wheel. Put like forty movies on it and spin it and go. What am I watching this week? I so would. Debbie does Dallas. Okay. Nice. No. Chiching. No, because a lot of times I pick a movie because it's something I wouldn't watch. Yeah. So I'm kind of. I want to always kind of go into new territory, watch yeah, new yeah, stuff, yeah. do something different, which is cool. I try. I don't always succeed. You know, we're all we are all just who we are, kind of thing. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, now this transitions. In now the guys, they're on their way to a James Dean celebration of Wow, it's sad he died, and it's very apparent this was actually a thing, and there was actually a car show. They just went to to videotape it because George Barris is there. Yeah. A very young George yeah, Barris. Yeah, yeah. I was like, holy shit, that's George Barris, yeah. and uh, and. And this is, and there's some guy yucking it up like, like a, like he's a DJ for the local station. There's lots of actual, like that's a real, the Camaro that is the promotional for the radio. That's the real radio station. One, of, it, one, a, one of his buddies, the guy who, uh, towards the middle of the middle, more towards the end of the movie, he gives him like 20 bucks and lets him take his wife's uh, Corvette. Yeah, the, white, the yellow Corvette. That's yeah. a, 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 a singer Hoyt songwriter, Hoyt Axton, who Hoyt Axton, wrote uh, yeah. Joy to the World and yep. other songs. So, you can blame him for that. So, <laughs> uh, so this transitions at this point. Now the assassins are in town. Uh, there's a female assassin who kills a cop. Kills a, no, he doesn't. She doesn't kill a cop. She shoots a cop, but kills everyone. Blackbird is what they call her. Yeah, Blackbird. And there's planes dropping bombs, and they're trying to blow this guy. They're trying to kill our hero, Junkman, and he's driving around in this. And this goes for 45 minutes. Oh yeah, no of this, destruction. This goes forever. And and there's and he's driving this front wheel drive Cadillac, which was a thing, anyway. In in the you know, late seventies, early eighties, and they're just this. The whole purpose of this middle middle to to end segment of the movie is to just have the most destruction. And they do. They do. It, they destroy. I think it said two hundred and fifty or two hundred eighty cars. Mm-hmm. He bought three hundred cars for this movie. Him personally, he did, and they destroy every one of them. Yep. And it's massive destruction, and you're you're kind of like, what? Like, yeah. just the way they're destroying cars, and the way they're just, that one, that, that uh, Mexican Rose, yeah. which was an AMC Javelin, yeah, and, yeah, and it yeah, was yeah, the yeah. most, like, politically incorrect yeah, Mexican yeah, car yeah, I've ever yeah, seen, yeah, you know? Yeah, ding-dong ball. I was waiting to hear that. There was a scene where they're outside the car and they're talking and, and they sound like, like Cheech, you know? I was like, oh, hey, no, man, where are we going to go, man? Yeah, yeah. And it's I, so, was like, I was laughing. And it's nonsense. It's nonsense from, from for the next 45 minutes. It's him and he does, to his credit, he does get a little bit bloodied. Things don't go his way all the time. Usually they do. Uh, 
I don't know what to say about this part of the movie. I, <laughs> it like, went on for a long that's, time. That is a problem with it. It's too much where you're like... Well, he had, he, he spent so much money on the cars that he had to have a reason to destroy them. And he did. And he just destroyed every one of them. And you're like, okay, that's cool. Um, Some then, more than others. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the ending, he, he they think he's dead. Not the ending. The, the, well, the last the, segment. After the car chases over, there was a, the planes following him. He yep. drops like a bomb or a grenade. And he had a propane tank on the front of the car. He had propane and he runs into a house and the and house it, the blows, whole house up, blows and up. He's dead. And then everybody's like, well, what are we going to do now? You know, the reporter It's like national mourning. Yeah. Like on the TV, it's like a national day of mourning. Yeah, yeah. This guy was apparently, must have had quite the ego. He was very... Sure. Um, sure. He, he, felt, himself. he felt he was... Very, and he was a crazy stuntman kind of guy. I guess he was well probably, known yeah. and in circles or whatever. Yeah, I know. didn't know him. <laughs> yeah, I never. Heard but yeah, him until so this what? Movie. I never remember seeing him until this yeah. movie. So, but it, so he. This was very self-serving and very self-grandiose um, of a movie. Now, the the, the thing about it, though, is that I mean, yeah, I agree with you on that. But in the movie, he just comes off like a regular guy. And yeah, he, he does. He, he kind of does. You know, he plays it down a little bit. But I understand what you're talking about. This movie is all about. How cool his character is, and how he is really kind of like that character. Yeah, or he, whatever. yeah, like he's he's projecting it. Like this isn't a story; this is real but life. He plays it like some just regular dude. Yeah, you know, yeah, with like he long does. hair and sideburns and jeans or whatever. He know? reminded me of the vanishing point. Um, Kaminsky. Oh yeah, yeah. Kaminsky. No, the, the, Barry Newman. The yeah, main yeah. Guy, I forget yeah. what his name is. I thought it was. Cl- I can remember what his name was. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, he looked very much like him, and you know, as kind well, of yeah, with know. longer hair. Yep. Yeah, but um, so at this point, it transitions into who's trying to kill me. Oh, and he finds out that there's a bomb located at the premiere of Gone for sixty six. Right, in 60 right. Seconds. They want to just destroy everything. Somebody, somebody does, and then he figures out somewhere along the way that somebody in his inner circle is trying yep. to do. Yeah, this. they found a, a publicity post, an uh, image of him in the one of the planes that crashed. Right. And they're like, well, the only person that could have got that was an inner circle because that wasn't released yet. Yeah. So it was, you can't fault the writing. It, you know, it was good enough. Yeah. And you, you always think it's this, his business partner who is a, he doesn't talk at all. And he doesn't seem uh, upset that the guy was dead either. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Cool Guy, Mr. Mr. Cool Beard Gu- Cool Guy. Yeah, he looks like he should have been in ZZ Top. And the PR guy is played by Christopher Stone, who did a lot of uh, stuff, too. He was, oh, did he? He was one of the more named actors, that the only named actor that I can remember, except for one scene where Linda Day George, who was in a lot of television, was a reporter for like a second, and that was mm-hmm. her oh, part that's of the right, movie. Yeah. yeah, the blonde, yeah. And, she, you know, and uh, boy, the, the PR guy looked like he should have been part of the Bee Gees. Yeah, or something like you know what I mean like he had that very yeah he did a lot of TV or, or BG yeah. uh, BG's look to 70s. him you know? he yeah. had a 70s look to him oh with yeah the, with the porn stash and the hair very thin he should have had his his shirt should have been cut off right under the yeah, chest yeah yeah that would have been you know, for that a been stomach you know yeah, that would have been great uh, yeah so now that now the chase is on to get to save the world cause uh, this bomb's gonna blow the whole entire universe up and uh and he he gets into the the blimp at yes. this point, everyone thinks he's dead, but he's that, being chased by the cops, chased, and yeah. then he crashes the car, and then he runs, and he gets he crashes a million cars. And he crashes this. that old lady who he's doing the sign of the cross when she buys the car <laughs> oh at the God. Cadillac dealer or whatever. This, let's talk about this scene. I, oh, I, I, this need this should be we need to talk about this for oh, one yeah, second. Yeah, go ahead. She looks kind of like where's the beef lady yeah. from the Wendy's? Very elderly, although I think she's not as old as she appears. I think the garb and the makeup make she's probably a bit younger. Yeah. She's driving like a like a mid 
like a late 70s Chevy car. Almost like a, a oh shit, Chevette. But it's a it's a Citron or something like that. It was like a little bit bigger. Hmm. Very boxy, very ugly, but whatever. It's a new car back then. And it's and the guy's like, "Okay, enjoy your new car." And she does the uh you know, the she, the the the, the Hail Mary, cross, the yeah. silent, silent Cross, and she's driving it and they show her too much and you're like, "Okay, set where's this going? Yeah. The setup is not subtle." He comes around the corner with his Corvette and knifes this thing in half, smashes this car in half and flips the Corvette. The Corvette blows up and it's a nice 80, 81, or no, 79 Corvette, yeah. um, which is sad that they destroyed it, but they destroyed it. And she's okay. And she's doing that gag. The front wheel drive cars were new to America at this point in life. So a lot of people would rip them in half and drive around with the back dragging, with no no back wheels, like where it cuts in half, and then the front wheels are still moving. So this was a very odd and funny thing for Americans. Because yeah, we were all rear-wheel drive cars, yeah, and if you yeah, cut yeah. a car in half, it ain't moving, moving anywhere. So she's driving down the road, and then she stops, and the cops open the doors, and are you okay, ma'am? Oh, I'm okay, you know, whatever, just... <laughs> but the, the gag was funny at the time, I'm sure. And it's funny now to see it when you see a car driving around front wheel drive but you know i guess i guess the best way to describe this movie is what they call ham-fisted you know there was no subtlety in this oh, movie yeah whatsoever. they take whatever message they want they wrap it around a two-by-four and, and they smash you in the back of the head, head with it you know? which is fine i don't get any problem with that that's whatever. good you know sometimes i need that you know i don't need to be like you know oh did you get that joke indubitably yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what what vintage is this wine <laughs> yeah. no so yeah no, there's, there's none of that um so long. I guess towards the end, what is it? You know, he gets on the he, he gets on the blimp and he heads off to the. Uh, he the calls open. the cops from the blimp. From the blimp, yeah. And and, and the cop that they the cop who looks like Woody Allen joke. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah He's like, yeah, look, look behind you. I'm right behind you. And they turn around and there's a big Goodyear. Goodyear blimp. Oh my of course, god. Another. Uh, oh my god. The the Goodyear was all over this thing. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and then you know they the. They rush the studio. They save the bomb, and he goes, bombs away, and he throws it, and it blows up some van. And then then at the very end, you find out that it was a publicity guy. It was the PR BG guy. Who was, like, jealous of him because he got all the fame, even though he he thought he was the guy who made him. And then they have some cheesy fight on the roof of the building. Yeah, like he's like... Tower Records or whatever the hell it was. I don't know. (laughs) So you find out it wasn't wasn't the guy who he thought it was. It was the other guy. And you're like, "Uh uh-huh, okay. And at the end, he's just rich fabulous famous guy again yeah the end you know and and, uh and then and then the 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 ending is weird too because it's got these credits and then these these like whatever glamour girls are just standing pretend like they're standing on cars or making yeah or the hood and they're the hood and then and it's not a freeze frame because you see a move every once in a while you're like huh and then and the and this isn't credits rolling over it. The credits were on the pieces. Yeah. Like there was a white car hood from a Rolls Royce. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. had their they had who it was on there and then it was so weird. And then, and, so then weird. The, and then after those credits are over, there's extra credits at the very end which roll. So this is a re release. Apparently this movie when it was put out it had, an, it had the original soundtrack which was like rock and country and yeah. stuff. And then when they re released it on eighty nine, I guess or or after the like guy that. died, after, after he, he died, died yeah. uh, he died in uh, in a, doing a stunt, yeah, a dangerous stunt. Obviously, uh, they put a Dolby soundtrack on it and ruined it. A lot of people, 
in the comments were commenting on, oh, you got to go buy, you got to find the old VHS with the original soundtrack, way better than this crap or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. See, now that's interesting because the way they featured that DJ and that band at that at that car show slash James Dean thing, you could tell these were, this was real music playing because these were actual, yes. like, and so you're like, what am I missing here? You know, because it w- didn't line up. It was ADR all day long. The guy, yeah, yeah, the yeah. guy who was the the DJ, you know, was just a voiceover wherever. Yeah, you know, it is. It is what it is. It was a, <clears throat> it was a very strange movie. You know, yeah. I, <coughs> excuse me, but um, you know, I don't know. It was funny. It, the the car explosions, the car destruction was just wow. What the hell. Uh, it, it was sad in a lot of ways because it's like a lot of cars got destroyed, but just like destroyed, not in a really dramatic mm-hmm. way. Just kind of like, oh, he just hit another car. Oh, he hit another car. Some are dramatic. Some are very, you know, they blow up. Some of them are like, you know, fun scenes. But a lot of huh? it is there was one scene where he just rolls over a sign and just destroys like Drives. a line of like 50 cars. And I'm yeah. like, huh. Okay, yeah. It was a cool scene because you remember, but you're like, eh. And then there was a guy with a pig. Running around, oh, and that's then there right. the was guy like, with the pig. and then there was the Frenchies that they were making yeah, fun of. The, Viva all, la almost, France! It was like, what are you, you doing? You know, stuff like Cannonball Run and Smokey and the Bandit. Obviously, they just yeah, they, it they, was they very, didn't take this movie is a kind of a take off that, but you know, who whatever. knows? Who knows what the hell? It whatever is. It, it was, it appeals to the crowd that made those movies. Even though I don't know how well this movie did, because I don't remember ever hearing about it. I in never heard of this. I never gone heard in sixty much. seconds. I do. I remember the commercials. This yep. and they so remade much. it. 2000 something too they with uh nick cage nick cage yeah yeah anyway all right well that's good what do you get this one up uh, 5.5 yeah. or 6 somewhere uh, yeah i was gonna say nine. i'll give it a 6.5 i'm gonna run 6.5 on both of them it's just uh boobless both was like eh, fun, okay you know okay. fun what there there are the archetypes of what a b movie should be yep Little engine that couldn't, but could sometimes in a way. All right, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. My name is Mal. With me as always, Morbius. And we'll see you next week for more wonderful choices in life.